I love the smell of commerce in the morning. Why are we at the mall? Listen, we just spent an entire season hanging out at Quick Stop on the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, and I thought we could use some new scenery. But why the mall? It has everything we need. A cookie stand, a magic eye poster, and Stan Lee. It would be better if Batman was here. Ben Affleck is here. <sighs> I guess that's close enough. If you've enjoyed this witty banner, please join us this season on Jay and Silent Bob Minute as we discuss Kevin Smith's mall rats. Snoochy boochies. We will figure out why this original opening exists, why Shannon Doherty keeps changing outfits, and why that kid is back on the escalator again. So join us for all the chocolate-covered pretzels you can eat. On Jane Silent Bob Minute on Dueling Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one guy getting hit in the face with a battering ram at a time. It's really more of the chest. Yeah, whatever. The torso. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today is Tierney Callahan from Return to Oz Minute and Never Ending Minute. Hello. So we're just done with death, huh? <laughs> um, We're not done with I'm- death until like the end of the movie yeah we're gonna see somebody die every week from now until the end of the every movie. every five seconds i feel like happy podcast yeah we're gonna see the face right we're gonna see the face of someone as they are killed by a weapon from pretty much every week from now till the end of the movie yeah this is all right I'm it's been real totally Bye. Cool with the fact that my video cut out oh <laughs> so this minute starts with have, oh, have wait. you said the minute? No, I have not. <laughs> today. Today. <laughs> two for two. Bad a thousand. I am a consummate professional. Um, <laughs> we are so today, good at podcasting, guys. <laughs> oh, man. So today we're going to be talking about minute 182, which starts with Haldir blinking in slow motion. And ends with uh, Theoden aiming a spear at the the Uruk who decided to stab him. Yeah. <laughs> so, this week starts with Haldir's last actual breath. Death. Yes. Actual death. He dies in the arms of his best bro, oh. Aragorn, who hugged him 15 minutes hey ago. I'm and now saying. he's hugging More him hugging. again. Yeah. And I'm very emotional about it. And it's very sad. At both times that Haldir's been hugged, he's not ready for it. Boo! Oh! Boo this man. Oh, man. So I've totally seen this moment set Wait. to I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. Oh, all right. Oh, my God. I have to talk about oh that. One God. sec. Um, Production-wise, if I am on a wave... I, di- I started a new wave in Audacity, but I forgot to open a completely yeah. new Audacity window. Is that going to overwrite the file, or can I do... I can still do save as, right? And it won't. Yeah, that'll be fine. Okay, okay. I'm really sorry. Is the, um, <laughs> it's okay. Is is the track, um, like, are there multiple tracks no, in the window, no. or is it just the one track? I I, okay. do, I do know that much. I'm really sorry. It's been a while since 
I, no, it's okay. Uh, did a no, whole if it's the only one track, like, you're fine. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I, I don't, I don't open a new Audacity window. I just X out the track after then, I export okay. it, and it's fine. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I just had visions no of us doing a whole episode and then me overwriting it and being really upset with myself. Um, Even if you had the other track open, if you started at the beginning, mm-hmm. you could just close the other track and save just the new one. Gotcha. Oh. Oh. Magic. Little peek behind the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I just... Yeah. Like I said, it's been just long enough since I was podcasting. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm glad we caught it early instead of like 30 minutes in. <laughs> I wish I had a kitty here to pet to lower my blood pressure. Um, <laughs> um, He's just, our cat's just staring at me from across the room. Aw. How dare you ignore me. Or I could hold my dying best bud in a hug oh. of sadness. Elves are like cats, right? They're aloof, ethereal beings that are barely part of this world. What, they have nine lives? That's like immortality, I mean, right? Yeah. How, you play your cards Is right. Haldir on his last life? I guess. No. All right. I need all a cat. the elves are cats. I need to name it all the dwarves are dogs. Aw. Hopefully he doesn't die 15 minutes after you get him. That's ah. why. That's why elves and dwarves don't get along. Elves and elves are cats, and dwarves are dogs. Although, to be fair, okay, I've seen some great friendships between both elves and dwarves and cats and dogs. Exactly. They are rare and beautiful things. <laughs> Not really. They just have to be raised together. I don't think this this tracks because I feel like dogs also don't like being tossed. I feel like Legolas. Okay, if we're if we're talking right. about Legolas and Gimli's relationship, I feel like Legolas is more invested in their relationship than Gimli is at this present moment. <laughs> I feel like Gimli is the cat, <laughs> but relationships change over time. Yeah. Now we're talking about dogs and cats being friends. I had when I was growing up. <laughs> Not hysteria. <laughs> Um. <laughs> when I when I was growing up, we had a cat that hated everyone. He was a big male orange tiger cat. I was the only member of the family, and I was like seven years old, that this cat would snuggle. Oh. Or even really allow to pick up and pet. So are you a dog? Is that and the point of this story? <laughs> he also hated two of the three dogs, but would sleep with the big all-white German Shepherd Husky mix that Aww. we had. He had a bless. Buddy. See, my dog and cat hated each other for years. And then one day they figured out that they could work together with strength and numbers. <laughs> and if they were chasing something in the yard, the dog could chase it. And if it went past where she could reach, oh, there was the cat to chase it back towards them. <laughs> and then they also realized if they're both on the sofa, my dad can't be too mad at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a general get off the sofa <laughs> and then they became buddies and it was really sweet That's funny yeah it was it was a good time that was um i all that cat also was not a fan of people and then my sister brought made a friend in high school brought her home and the cat was like i've been waiting all my life for you to walk into this living room i love you and <laughs> all of us who had raised him to at that point like 14 years old or something like what the hell cat Rusty. <laughs> We fed you, we brought you back from a kidney disease, but no. How dare you betray us this way? (laughs) But this person smells like a friend. (laughs) And we never could figure out what it was about my sister's friend that he was just like, you, 
I like you only. <laughs> she has been chosen. Yes. Cats are weird. <laughs> They're aloof, ethereal beings, and no one understands their motivations. <laughs> it worked. It works. <laughs> Is that why I always wanted a cat? I don't know. <laughs> They're the elves of the animal kingdom. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that just I makes big to... cats like the the Maiar and the Valar. Oh my god, they're tigers, <gasps> right? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> my sister They all got big old beans. <laughs> yeah, my sister was a cat person and got super into Lord of the Rings and did archery. Not quite to the Junior Olympics level, but with some people who did go to that level. So I want to be best friends with your sister. <laughs> She's also a professional, well, she is a musician with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in playing instruments, but she doesn't do that right now, so calling her a professional musician. But if she's been paid money to perform, she is a professional musician. Yes, okay, that works then. (laughs) That's all it takes to be considered a professional, is being paid to do it. Oh, I remember her getting really annoyed because she was working out, there was a summer where she worked at like Payless or something. And she found out how much some of her friends were making just going and busking in the subway in New York City. And she's like, why don't I do oh. that? I'm like, please, please don't, like, disappear on me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she uh, she plays French horn uh, and piano and everything. She's one of those annoying people who can pick up any instrument and just make music come out of it. So I'm convinced nice. she is part elf. It works very well. <laughs> I and Gimli will go chill with the puppies, and it'll be fine. <laughs> See, that's just a good time. Yeah. Just hanging out with puppies. Maybe roughhouse a little. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestle with the puppies and then fall asleep with a pile of puppies on your tummy. <laughs> that sounds perfectly lovely to me. I am down with it. And no death, unlike this minute. <laughs> right? Yeah, There's so, so much this death. Minute Halder of dies. death. <laughs> Halder dies. Aragorn puts his bloody hand on Haldir's chest and then stands up and punches an orc in the face. Yep. He sure does. It's Just real a straight satisfying. right hand right to the face. I it's It is really satisfying. It's so <laughs> bizarre this I think when transitions happen like in a like mid minute or I I guess it's not even mid like Haldir dies 3 seconds in. But like Jarring transitions like this are made more jarring by the fact that we're looking at it minute by minute. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, there's this emotional, like, moment where Aragorn says goodbye to his friend, and then he just dumps the body and socks an orc in the face. Like, what? I have all this rage! Oh, man. That's a warrior right there. And I understand the need to keep the the scene going, like, the fight going, but... Mm. I don't know. There's no good way to like transition out of Haldir's death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are there are two things I want to talk about in relation because to it's needless what? in relation to Haldir's Sorry. death. <laughs> there are two yeah. things to talk about in relation to Haldir's death. One fell out of my head, so I'm going to talk about the other one for a second. Okay. So the idea that this death is needless is it really needless to show an elf also paying the price for this conflict? Like, isn't that necessary to the plot yes, of the movie, to the yes, theme of the movie? Yes, it is. It's emotionally needful. Needed. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> needful. <laughs> but, like, 
Especially because it is a character that we have seen before and have interacted with and know that our main characters care about. But at the same time, sad. Sad. Yeah, I I understand that because you want that shot of all the elves lying there dead. You want to see that from an elf's point of view. I just, it didn't have to be healthier. I mean... <laughs> We yes, we've seen him before, but how much of an impact had he really made before this scene? But your options for named known elves yeah, in this movie—I'm going to name them all right now. All <laughs> of the named known elves in the movie. Just send Celeborn, dude. We have we What's have Celeborn, <laughs> Galadriel, Elrond, Arwen, Haldir, Legolas. Yeah, yeah. Are there I... more named elves in these movies so far? I just wonder if it needed to be, I hate to say it, but did it need to be someone named? If Aragorn had greeted Head Elf, shook his hand and said, yes, we're going to fight together and this is going to be great. And then you saw him fall and do this shot. How much do you lose emotionally? I think you lose a lot if it's not someone you've seen before. Yeah, because then you only have 15 minutes to get attached to him, and all of that 15 minutes is not spent on that elf. Whereas with Haldir, because we met him in the previous movie, it pulls viewers back to the previous movie, for one. Which is a good thing when you're doing sequels. Mm. Yeah. Like, you want to get people to remember certain moments from your first movie that maybe kind of relate to what's going on. So, having a named elf that was reverent of Galadriel and of elven culture in general is a good representative for elves to use for this because he was in charge. He was confident. He was reverent. Mm. He was friendly with Aragorn from the beginning. Not really. I mean, they were cordial, respectful. I guess. He was respect. There was respect on both sides from the beginning. Yeah. And I think that makes this moment more impactful because we knew when Haldir showed up, that there was a connection to the Fellowship. Yeah. But he doesn't give Gimli crap this time around. <laughs> right. There's no time. There is no time. Yeah. And how close were they? I feel like if they were close, he could have done an over-the-shoulder nice little dig or burn before things really got going. But I don't think they're mm. that near each other. As far as I'm aware, the only thing Haldir has ever said to Gimli is the dwarf breathed so loud we could have shot him in the dark. And that's not at Gimli. That's like directed in Gimli's general direction. <laughs> directed at everyone but Gimli. He's refusing to acknowledge the dwarf directly. And then Gimli swears at him and probably insults his mother. So like... Yeah, he probably says something very disparaging. <laughs> the other thing I have remembered... Mm-hmm. Right? I remember the other thing. It's that this run up the stairs when they're falling back to the keep mm-hmm. was originally him going to Arwen's side. After Haldir dies? Or... Haldir wasn't here when they were filming that. But I thought that... She wasn't in danger of dying, but he was going to her to fall back to the keep together. But I thought that Arwen and Haldir at one point arrived together. I think at one point that was part of the script. But they oh. hadn't, like, filmed this when they filmed Aragorn, like, going to fall oh. back to the keep. Interesting. Okay. Just gonna say it again. I hate that idea. But. (laughs) (laughs) 
It causes problems with other things later in the plot of the movie. So many problems. If Halvir has to die to keep Liv Taylor out of the scene, even though I love Liv Taylor as Arwen, I'm okay with that. I'm making my peace. I just... It's not okay for Arwen to fight at the Battle of Helm's Deep. (laughs) Well... The shield maiden of Rohan Eowyn is in the caves. I am really sorry to whichever one of you edits. My sound wave just went psychotic. (laughs) I'll figure it out. (laughs) But yeah, though, you can't have Arwen fight and not show Eowyn fight. Yeah, no, not, not allowed. Not allowed. I already have problems with the fact that shield maiden implies there are others. Where are they? Oh, right. Oh, right. Thanks, exactly. Tolkien. Thanks, Tolkien. Good job. <laughs> we never see them. Where are the freaking Kyoshi warriors of Rohan, dude? Yeah. <sighs> Where's no my all lady squad? Oh my gosh. Have you ever watched the show Vikings? I have not. Yes. They have shield maidens. And when they fight, I love her. Right. <laughs> oh, that's what. I mean, that's what Tolkien was invoking by saying that. But right. he then never followed through on it. It's like, I'm going to use this thing that's borrowed from Viking culture, and meh, it's fine. Look how beautiful she is. Look at my <laughs> Celtic Vikings. Aren't they wonderful? But I don't understand ladies, so that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad whoever spoke up and was like, but wouldn't having Arwen at the Battle of Helm's Deep cause story problems down the line? Like, thank you, whoever you are. Good call, <laughs> because it messes so much up further down. Well, part, we've, partway we've... through the commentary, Barry Osborne, when they're talking about some of this stuff, mm-hmm. is just it also would have caused a big fan backlash. <laughs> well, we've we've kind of talked about it before, but Liv Tyler herself was kind of opposed to the idea because she saw Arwen as more of like a like ephemeral, like spiritual guide character than like a I'm gonna punch things in the face kind of warrior princess that. kind of thing. Yeah. Look at Liv Taylor understanding her character. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so they were just like, well, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> no one likes this plan. <laughs> Though I do still think that nothing really beats Arwen showing up and rescuing Frodo. With, like, the sword and, like, if you yeah. want him, come and claim him. Like, she what's this ranger caught unawares? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a really cute moment between the two of them that I feel like sets up so much more of their relationship that you don't... Right. You know, because you get these really long scenes later that show how in love they are. And right. I, I really like that knowing that they also have that playful moment right at the beginning. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. no real payoff to that moment. Yeah. Because Aragorn's a boob. (laughs) He's just like, I'm so engrossed in my, like, emo man pain. And Arwen's just like, yo, can you stop that? Like, we're trying to have a moment. And then he's like, like, I'm going to break up with you now. Like, (laughs) slaps both of his cheeks. Like, she slaps both of his cheeks and squishes his face together. He's like, will you stop? (laughs) Well... We're trying to have a conversation. And then she's just, like, mocking him. She's like, we're trying to have a conversation. <laughs> she's like, no, you're trying to have a conversation. I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I want that. Oh. See, I just got 
real sad. I got to overshare for a minute. I once had a, we need to have a conversation. And the guy said, we need to break up. And I was like, that's not where I that's was going with that. That's not a conversation. That. that is. Shoot. That is <laughs> that zero is, to 60. That is an, that is an, that is an escalation. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> it was a bad afternoon, but yeah, it was, it was one of those where it's like, well, I guess you made the right call. If that was your response to, we should talk. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm really talk. feeling we that. We should break up. <laughs> I'm oh really God, feeling Arlie's reaction. People should break up. Arm. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the conversation I was expecting to have today. <laughs> but all right. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I even talked to him like two days later. I was like, so about that conversation. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> um, That's yeah. rough, buddy. <laughs> And I didn't even have heroic music to punch an orc to. <laughs> I gotta say, that swoop into heroic music is amazing. It's real satisfying. Like, I keep coming back to that. But Aragorn pops up, punches an orc in the face, gets on a ladder, goes down the wall, throws his body cross crossbody style against a pile of orcs for not the first time. Okay, so Norman watches wrestling. I'm having yes. you. Okay. Um, so as an extension of that, I too have watched wrestling. <laughs> Amazing how because that I've, happens. <laughs> I've been in the same room. So this, this, what Aragorn does just reminded me of those stupid freaking ladder matches. <laughs> but like, nobody like tips a ladder over and then just like face plants on six guys. I mean, that happens in wrestling. I feel like they should though. <laughs> that happens occasionally. It's the only safe way to fall off a ladder that's just of a certain height. Is to land on other people to break your fall <laughs> instead of onto a wrestling mat on a cement floor in a stadium somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. But or I think, through a table. Falling through a table is safer than hitting the floor, too. I think the way that Aragorn takes out these these five or six orcs just reminded me of, like, when they'd, like, jump off the rope and then just, like, take out four guys. Yeah, it's called a crossbody okay. because you are flying across with your body. <laughs> You're all crossways. <laughs> Funny how that works. Oh, <laughs> uh, and he's... Man, that looks like it would hurt. <laughs> yeah, I think Aragorn would be more injured by this. Maybe that's just my squishy body that is not a warrior talking, but man, that looks like it would hurt. Especially landing on orcs with their, like, pointy armor. Yeah, all their armor is pointy. <laughs> all of it. They're sharp everywhere. And then they have, like, big, tusky, sharp teeth. Right? And you land on someone, he's just going to bite your arm. And then you have rabies from his orc. He already probably has rabies from the wargs, so it's fine. Probably. <laughs> or the That's three... why he does this. He's just starting to go crazy. Are we going through the zombie Aragorn theory now, too? <laughs> no. No, he's rabid. There's a difference. <laughs> he's not he's werewolf yet. Aragorn. <laughs> he's a werewarg. A werewolf Aragorn. It's October. We can, <laughs> we can take these liberties. And then we cut from this... This tackle with Aragorn to a battering ram, breaking mm -hmm. through the doors of Helm's Deep, and Theoden... Just spearing a guy in the chest. Theoden, we should get down there, and gambling. Okay. <laughs> gambling hesitates. Just a little. And I think it's really funny to see Gambling hesitate, draw his sword, because we have been joking for, like, the past three months that Gambling, all Gambling wants to do is draw his sword. And now mm. that the time has come for them to die valiantly in battle... 
My man gambling hesitates. Just just for a second, though. But then he like he grins like a madman. I think he's like grimacing. He's just like, oh, God, this is happening. OK, we're OK. No, no. The, especially compared to the guy next to him, the way gambling turns around to follow Theoden, he's just like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> but the guy next to him who just ha- has his helmet it's under his arm fumbling. is just like, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want to. Okay. I didn't sign up for this. Aww. I thought I was going to be safe up here on the wall with the king. <laughs> I have to go down there. The king isn't safe. No. Oh, sorry. The internet is disappointing me. <laughs> it's doing its best. You mean it doesn't best. every day? I was trying to find a good, you know, what face he makes to evaluate grimace versus grin, but it just corrected to gambling. And I'm like, no, if I wanted gambling <laughs> draws his sword, I would have typed something very different. <laughs> I... He, like, bears his teeth. I think it's fair to hesitate for a second before certain death. Yeah. The the other guy really bumbles his sword out of the sheath. He's a featured extra. He has no lines. He's just there. (laughs) He's just a tall, handsome, blonde man. Yeah. There are worse (laughs) things to be in this world. (laughs) Right? There's gambling. He, like, He looks at that and he's just, like, he growls. He's like a little feral. (laughs) Maybe gambling's rapid. (laughs) Oh, do you think he's going to avenge his best bro? Yeah, he's going to go stab some orcs and make himself feel better about not Hama being next to him. Oh, yep. Maybe that's where the crazy grin comes from. You know, the gritting of teeth. They killed Hama. <laughs> Can you imagine taking a crossbow bolt from like three feet in front of your that face? sounds Ooh. terrible. Not as bad as the guy who gets impaled on the battering ram. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. There's a lot of it's like people being impaled picture. this week. Everything's sharp and pointy. <laughs> of course there are people being impaled. War! Everything is sharp and pointy. <laughs> Helm's deep, but a pillow fight instead. So, near the beginning of this minute, we see Aragorn punch an orc in the face. Yes. And then, not a minute later, we see Theoden punch an orc in the face. <laughs> it's very satisfying. And Theoden's doing it by reaching through a hole in the gate and oh, punching an orc right. in the face. And right after he does that, we see the folly of someone else doing that same thing when Theoden cuts off an orc's arm. <laughs> well, yeah, because he has gambling by the throat. Yeah. It's like, hey, no, I've already lost one of these dudes. I this need is, this other one. This is my dude. Get away. I can't have two unnamed dudes flanking me. <laughs> At least one of them needs to be named. This man listened to me mope in an empty room. He's I need to protect him. <laughs> This is my therapist, and I will defend him with my life. Not today, Saruman. That's right. I love that Theoden is like, to the gate, and then he just gets stabbed. <laughs> to the gate. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well, originally when they filmed this, he was already down at the gate. Mm. Okay. And then they decided to have this moment of him going down to the gate. Like, he's like, okay, I'm going to be a badass. I'm going to... Oh, oh, no. That's a that's a spear. In he my gets, side. He gets, he gets stabbed in the armpit. By a spear. I like that he has that moment of decision, though. Like, oh, to the gate. I'm going. Not sending my unnamed dudes. I have a very unwelcome guest, and I'm going to go deal with them. (laughs) Several thousand unwelcome guests. Go home. I'm not buying anything. Oh, dude. I just thought, like, I don't know. Taking a spear to the side, that's like another, like, Christian metaphor. Yeah, but it's not in the ribcage here. It's... Yeah, it's, no, it's in, yeah, like, his upper torso, it, but... It's, it's practically in his armpit. He's been stabbed where there's no I bone. I don't think so. I mean, like, that might just be, like, the camera catching the wrong angle. It's like he's yeah. holding it, like, when you pretend to be stabbed by a sword. Yeah. He's just I holding die. it under his armpit and just, oh. That's probably his, like, stage training. 
Oh, yes, I'm being stabbed. I have to hold it here under my arm. So that was actually my question that I thought of when looking at Haldir, but it works here. Have either of you had to pretend to die? No, but I have had to lay on stage under a sheet like a corpse for an entire play. (laughs) Only to stand up at the end and walk walk around because I was Frankenstein's monster under the sheet and I was on stage the entire play under the sheet. (laughs) (laughs) I had to not move for two hours. Every time someone in the play peeked under the sheet, they made funny faces of me. (laughs) That's fair. I was going to say, that sounds like a set director messing with you massively. I would fall asleep. It was, it was fine. I would just fall asleep if it I'm laying there. It was very warm because I was under the stage lights under a blanket. Oh. But it was fine. I had fun. I made funny faces back at people when they were peeking under the sheet. <laughs> I could just picture how much downtime you had. Like, okay, next person, what will I do? <laughs> I also had a copy of the script on my chest. So when someone oh. peeked under the sheet, I could pop it up so they could look at it. <laughs> that is so nice of you. <laughs> That's so much nicer than what I would do. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just have index cards with the wrong lines. I have terrible stage fright, (laughs) so I have never acted before in, like, that setting. So in that, I don't know. I got to be the villain in the the three-act play we did my senior year, but I didn't die. (laughs) I didn't have to, like, play dead. It wasn't like a Shakespearean (laughs) tragedy where everyone dies. No, we always did comedies. Oh. It was called, uh, my, the play my senior year was called Taming the Wild Wild West in a Dress. Or Let's Give the Villain the Slip. That was the full title of the play. Okay. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a high school play. <laughs> yeah. Farces. The The director always wanted to do farces. Oh. Yeah. Although my friend did a, a Scots on the Rocks, which is Macbeth, but funny. So many of my friends had to play dead. And we had a lot of fun in our dorm room practicing falling to the ground without hurting ourselves. That's yeah. so funny. Uh, practicing falling is rough. That's not a great time. And I was always backstage, but somehow I always got dragged into things. It's it's real good. I or I'm biased, obviously. Scots on the rocks. Now I'm just I'm just that is such a good pun. I'm just imagining people. I'm just watching people get thrown off the cliffs of Dover in my brain. (laughs) That's Scots off the rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. It had to be done. It makes me smile, though, that we get both just straight right hands to an orc face in the same minute. Just, well, they didn't, yeah, does Thayden punch with his left hand? Yeah. No, he punches with his right hand. Oh, so he's it's punching his, with his off hand? It's his right arm that is going to not really be usable for the rest of this oh. fight. Okay. Because he is stabbed under the right arm. But does he draw his sword with his left hand again? At the at the top of the gate? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Let me go back. Let's, let's go back. Yeah, because I've been very excited about his South Pomus. Right? I love left-handed characters, <laughs> even though I'm not left-handed at Consistency. all. Consistency. Yeah. Let's see. That poor guy that gets just <laughs> let's just watch rammed it over by the, and over. the battering ram. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. Oh, he yeah, he does. Yeah, that's an, oh because he's holding his sword with his left hand, so, so of course he, he has to punch with his right. Yeah. My a better question is where does the spear he picks up with his left hand come from? Uh, he. Picks it up from some kind of... I don't know. Yeah. But it just comes into frame at the end of the <laughs> I know. Where'd he put his sword? He just like, I it have out. a spear now. I'm on a horse. <laughs> I'm on a horse. That is... No, that's, that's later. No, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's later. Battle scenes are hard to film. <laughs> yes. Con- movie continuity is difficult. I'm glad spear. that they kept that consistent, though. 
the scene where he has the spear is probably left over from filming before they had before they filmed with him actually going down to the gate. Mm. It's probably filming from with him starting there. Yeah. So he didn't do oh. the sword draw thing. So down at the gate, he doesn't have his sword in his hand. That makes sense. It's like he draws a sword and then he puts it back on his way down to the gate. And then he picks up a spear instead. Uh, well, I guess we'll... I, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else to say yeah. about this. He can do some when good stabbing consult... with that spear. Yeah. The cat has gotten on my notebook and is laying down. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) we can, uh, (laughs) no notes for you. We'll come back tomorrow. (laughs) So thank you for joining us again today, Tierney. Hope you're having fun despite all the death. I was going to say, this was a surprisingly fun minute. That feels weird to say. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like we can't dwell too much on like the sads. So we just got (laughs) to keep it going. But uh, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check us out there. Check out some of the other non-Movies by Minute related stuff, um, such as the Protagonist Podcast, Doctor's Companion, which is back because there's new episodes, which is awesome. Geek by Night, Immunities, uh, Having a Friend for Dinner, etc., etc., etc. Check out Tyranny on Return to Oz Minute and Never Ending Minute, which are both completed. Yep. But they're done. Um supposedly coverage of the never ending story sequels is coming not minute by minute but in depth but isn't uh, jack black in the third one yes what? there's a third that one that is all i know about the third one he's like a school bully in the third one in the real world or something oh my gosh yeah yeah he's very young wow so we'll we'll see when that gets going thomas has multiple podcasts he's doing yeah so bless him <laughs> it's been a little hard to uh, coordinate but yeah, mm-hmm. those are both on um, probably the easy if you go to moviesbyminutes.com, because that has everything that's releasing or is completed. So mm-hmm. whatever has been done will be there. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 184. Yep. Bye. Bye.